0: Good afternoon, good good evening, everybody. This is Galaxy from Comic Con Radio, and I'm a guest today on Hard and Marvel with Justin.
1: Okay, guys, what's up? Man, uh, season three, man, it's, it's been a couple of months, guys. Uh, And I'm super excited for this season because we have so much in store for you guys, so much interviews, so much much like co-hosting and events. We're going to be all around the world, and I'm super excited to open up Season 3 with my friend Galaxy from Comic-Con Radio. Say what's up, Galaxy. Hey, what's
0: up, Justin? Good morning, man. Thanks for having
1: me on the show. Man, thank you for just making time out of your busy day because I know you're... A crate, your schedule is just crazy. You're doing like a million things and just thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule just to be here and just just be nerds with us. <laughs> we're just we're just going to be nerds with us. But um so for any of the small population that doesn't know who you are, give give a little br- brief introduction of who you are and the type of person the, the magnitude of who you are in the in the nerd community of Comic-Con.
0: Well, I don't know if I, I, I'm a big person or anything <laughs> like that. I'm just a host of a small show called Comic-Con Radio. Um, no, it's a great show. Comic-Con Radio is the best. Um, I host their main shows, and uh, I'm lucky enough to chat with about 300 amazing actors and industry people every year, sometimes more. And, uh, you know, every day I go into work, I feel blessed and I love it. I love the Comic-Con universe. The people are wonderful. Um and uh it's just an amazing feeling to be part of something so cool. And uh you know, it's just uh, the beginning from here. We have so much to do and so much to grow and uh you know, and then you know, I'm on your show today and and uh that's cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's super cool to even have you on here. So it's it's really really cool. And um You know, we've known each other probably for like a couple, like maybe four or five months, and uh, you mean you're such a cool dude, and it's like we we've talked even offline so many times about just the just the things that we're into, and you know just how, and I just probably my one of my first key things I want to kind of bring up. I remember a time where, you know, right now everything's superhero, everything is like zombies, everything is so like in right now, it's like popular, everybody loves it, but I remember a time when we were kids when th- nobody cared about <laughs> that stuff like nobody like nobody the we, week we were called nerds we were called geeks we were called like oh that, that's that's just kiddish and all that kind of stuff but now it's so huge man it's so it, it's like everywhere um what what was that one do you even remember what was that one thing that just like triggered that and basically started to put you on your path of who you are today man
0: well you know what I love this universe. And yeah, you're right. Back in the day, uh, when I was growing up in the 80s, you know, us kids buying comic books, we weren't um, part of the, the coop group yeah. or, yeah. you know, the, the, the norm, as they call it. Today, it's the norm. Today, if you don't know anything about superheroes or you don't watch a superhero movie or if you're not, you know, doing something involved with a fandom or something like that, like, you know people are like oh you don't know anything yeah. but the back in those days you loved it and you and you, there's still so many people today that love these things and they do it because they have a they have a passion for it but mm-hmm. back then it was like part of life and yeah. what triggered it for me was comic books man you know i was a kid and my older brother got me into comic books i was what uh, 4 or 5 years
1: old mm, wow
0: he, he was buying all these comics and every time he would read a comic, he'd give it to me. And what I started doing is I started taking his comics and collecting them. Oh wow! So all of a sudden, by like, you know, the late 80s, I had like 5,000 comic books wow. and I kept them. And I still have those today. And some of them are worth a lot. So, oh, thank wow. you to my brother. <laughs> he comes up to me and is like, hey, those are my comics. I'm like, yeah, you snooze, you lose. But yeah, comics were the thing. Just so many stories. And I have a big imagination. I always wanted to fly to the universe, and, and you know, do these things.
1: And it's funny, because my, my name is Gal, mm-hmm. and, you know galaxy is like a fun pun from
0: it so it just all worked out my nerddom worked out for me (laughs) the
1: nerddom yes and i mean it it was one of those things and i mean again i have a huge imagination as well and it was just one of those things growing up and it was nothing it was nothing really necessarily i was introduced to it by a person or a spouse or a sibling and all that but it was more so i kind of fell into it Um, um i don't i don't even remember I think one of the biggest ones that did help me get more into comics was that old 90s X-Men cartoon. That was probably, like, the stuff for me, man. Like, that was the one that kind of just, like, literally was the spearhead into everything. And I I remember coming into a really good time of comics and all these big artists and all these big creators. Again, I didn't really—I mean, we were still young. I didn't really— Care for like I didn't even pay attention to the creator or the you know, the 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 illustrator all that kind of stuff but You know just like anything when we kind of grow up and we start paying attention to certain things, but um, it's interesting that you brought up comics because um, One of the things that have we've kind of been arguing about in the community in the comic community is that for the past I would say the past decade if not less this just the war on print being that everything's going digital and there's certain things that digital is really good for certain things. But when it comes to print, like newspapers and like like all like magazines and stuff like that, there's some things in some companies and some businesses that are going out of um, business. So, you know, I love print
0: media. I love print media. I'm going to yeah. tell you one thing. I love grabbing a comic book, a magazine, a book, and touching it and yeah. opening it. This feels different. Maybe we're from a different era, and we grew up with that, and that feels nostalgic. Mm-hmm. But I love in comics. I just can't get into digital comics that much. I'll read it if it gets on my uh, screen. But I have such a crazy day, so I yeah. love the comics because I could just grab it and run and hide somewhere for a few minutes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I just read the, the last, what, uh, compendium or, you know, Walking Dead I went through, yeah. and I... i i I just read a whole bunch of different things and i actually went through ever since you contacted me you're like hey come on the show i went through some of the old comics and i got the really old comics like from the 40s oh i bet man
1: yeah
0: yeah i I love the old school stuff the stories and just to answer your question print i love print i don't know why but i just love it man
1: yeah and 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 being that I mean I was born in '86, so I'm kind of like on the cuff of being a millennial. So it kind of like my foot, my foot is in old school. My foot, my my right foot's in um, new school. So again, I'm not I'm not against any either one of them because again. I, at the end of the day I love ha- having something in my hand I love and, and this is when it gets weird like because again I, I was I was growing up reading comic books reading Harry Potter I love the smell of the books like I love the smell of the comic books the texture and all that kind of stuff and that's kind of experience you don't you don't get that experience with digital but I'm not against digital because with our hectic days sometimes, you know, with my daughter, I have to hold her, and then I can just pop up Marvel, Ulti- uh, Marvel Unlimited, and bam, just like, you know, beast through it, so those, are, I mean, you know, there's pros and cons to everything, but the biggest, the biggest argument right now that print is dying, I don't think print is even close to dying, man, because, you know, when we're going around numbers for the past, like, two, three years, you know, over 63 million graphic novels being sold, and billions of dollars being, th- I don't think, I think we're like paying attention to the wrong thing. And I think um, digital and print, actually, if we're looking through the veil, I mean, they actually have a great relationship. I don't think it really is like any time of turmoil or war happening. But um, again, that's... Well, you
0: know what? It's modern times, right? Technology makes it easier. I think a lot of people are getting into digital because of cost. It's easier to get things out. with traditional print you have to get it ready, you have to have it print ready, you have to send it over to someone to review it, Mm -hmm. set it up, you know, do all that process for printing, then print it, then distribute it. You know, in comics, there's like one major distributor, which is Diamond. They control, like
2: Mm -hmm. a monopoly,
0: and they're doing a great job. But, you know, people, you know, the the stores only work with one kind of distributor. There's a few little ones here and there, but that's the main one. And then, as far as, um. Uh, you know a lot of people are trying to get to print it's costly mm-hmm. the profit is not as much you know in digital you know if you're gonna sell your comics for, for three bucks you get the entire three bucks minus the fee but yeah. these days digital's cool too because look at Amazon Amazon yeah. has that huge, the uh,
1: comiXology yeah. yeah
0: yes and, and there's comic Vine and all that but I just think you know pick up a comic touch it mm-hmm. um, if you see my desk I have like forty comic books laying around <laughs> at all times, and I just read them because you know I'm currently writing my new series, um, and uh, which hopefully we're gonna have, yeah. uh, you know, something ready for New York Comic Con, and yeah. which you're gonna be there too this yeah. year. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, man, that's my feeling towards it. I don't know. Uh,
1: that's just my feeling yeah no i mean and and again i don't think i don't think print is ever going to go anywhere because again when you talk about being a collector i'm a collector you're a collector you can't really collect digital stuff you know so uh, people try to push that push that uh under the coat there but you there's no way you're, you're collecting digital i'm sorry i mean it's again it's convenient just like anything is digital it's convenient but again at the end of the day if you're you know, if you're that comic book head, you just want that physical thing. But, um, kind of going down... Oh, it
0: shouldn't be convenient. I don't know. To me, it shouldn't be convenient. It should be raw. It should be like, hey, I ran to the store, you know, today to pick up my new comic. I waited yeah. in line. Yeah, That's how we were when we were a kid. Not oops, I got to download. It's cool, too. Don't get me wrong. Both are cool, because we, we do that. We sell stuff like that. We sell stuff digital yeah. we do it by print you just have to it's the modern times you cannot go around it but i prefer
1: print and one of the <laughs> things and one of the things that i mean again at the end of the day i prefer print um one thing that marvel comics is doing is that every issue that you get you pretty much majority of them um in the past i, I think it was like five years when they started releasing series you get The free digital copy and um, I think that's genius for uh, for like people that want to put like content creators and reviews and you know just different stuff like that but um, being that you said like you know the experience of going to the comic book store waiting in line going through all those comics and stuff like that um, recently uh, with Jonathan Hickman I I was kind of actually talking to you about this uh, I don't know I think last two weeks or something like that Jonathan Hickman's new run on X-Men um, is really changing and bringing more attention back onto the comic industry like never before. And I remember going to the comic book store, and um, this is like one of the very first series in a long time that I was like, okay, I'm going to reserve it. Bro, that that line was long, and majority was, if not my our age group, if not older. And I was like, wow. It, that just kind of like, sometimes you think like, oh, you know what, you're the only one kind of doing this and stuff like that. Yeah, but it's just one of those things that was a like, very weird experience for me where you're going in and you have all these adults. it's not kids in there. It's not kids in that line, man. You know, it's like older folks, long line in the comic book store to get this Jonathan Hickman run. It, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's it, and it's in third reprint. And it's on. It was. It was. I think the first two issues, and it was in its third reprint. And I'm like, bro, print is not dying. Whoever's saying that is totally ignorant. <laughs> no,
0: it's not dying. I know a bunch of comic book store owners. I know a bunch of people. Yeah, they're saying that these new digital platforms are affecting their business because they say they're going to help. You know, from what I heard, when Amazon created, you know, comic college it was to help um, stores it was to push you know hey now here's a digital copy now go get the print copy um, you know I hope these powerhouses with these trillions of dollars don't affect it that much mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. you know there's always going to be companies like Diamond there's always going to be printers there's always going to be things like that also to be honest with you these days there's so many small shop printers yeah. jumping out of nowhere I've yeah. noticed like this huge insurging of like small, uh, boutique style printers for comics. So
1: that kind of shows you that that's still a big, huge thing. Yeah, man. Indie, indie artists, like indie comics are huge. Cause one of my good friends that I actually had on the show in, in the second season, um, he was, is he's a published graphic novelist that he's an indie artist and his stuff is on like the third, I think the third book, um, series, on his stuff, and it's crazy, like, and that, I, I started seeing that, now that you talked about it, I see that boom, too, even here in Atlanta, like, like, you have those small printing companies that are wanting those indie artists, and again, it's just like, I mean, this is kind of like old school, this is kind of showing our age, but just like Napster, that, 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 open, yeah, that, that mouth marketing, you know, that, that's happening in the industry is huge right now, as well. Yeah, no, I, I feel
0: that, that I've noticed a lot of comic book stores here in L.A., um, when I travel out of town, I've noticed so many comic book stores. You know what I do when I go out of town? I search comic book stores. So I, like to go I, and I do and the see exact same God. thing. <laughs> I want to see what the territory is about. I want to see what the mindset of that region is about. And it's mm, really cool. That's good. And when you check it out, you're like, wow, this is really cool the way they think. You know, we're just an hour flight or two hours flight, but this is how it's set up. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool and it's neat. And I'm a huge supporter of comic book stores, toy stores. I don't like buying toys online. I'm a huge toy collector. Yeah. It's huge. I probably got like 40,000 pieces. Wow. Like a memorabilia toy. I have vaults and vaults full of it. And I cannot, well, I do buy online. Don't get me wrong. Okay. Mm-hmm. I buy online because I have to sometimes, but I would, I love to go look at things, touch it, yeah. see it, a yeah. um, button. You know, I do buy online, though, with toys, because not everybody carries the things that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I go to a lot of online options. But, uh, you know, buy online, but buy printed comic books. There you go. That's my, that's my uh, uh, advice.
2: <laughs> so you're
0: digital, yet you're buying classical print. But I don't think that print is going away, because when you look at a lot of magazines, their numbers and percentages... You know, digital's right behind it. Mm-hmm. that yeah. print is still fabulous. You go to a Barnes & Noble or you go to the airport or you go anywhere else, there's like tons of magazines and books and stuff. I just think there's going to be a big insurgence of print stuff coming back. And the digital wave is cool, but I just can't read things flipping through my phone. I just I'm like, ah, I
1: got to stop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um... Kind of let's let's look, kind of look in the past here. Do you have a favorite or most remem- memorable comic?
0: Do you know what Secret Wars?
1: Really? Um, Which one?
0: Yeah. Well, the, the very first period, one. The first series, yes. When it came oh, out,
1: man. Yeah. My
0: brother handed it to me. I was like, okay, this is amazing. Yeah. I love it. I have maybe ten. Full copies in mid-condition wow. of the entire Secret Wars 1 and Secret Wars 2. And those did it for me because I was like, they can all combine. And I can't wait till a movie comes out. And yeah. my wishes have come true. Today's technology has made my wishes come true. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Um, wow, that's actually a really, really good one. Um, uh my most memorable one I I mean because there's there was times when I was a kid where I would get into comics and I would stop for a long time get into (laughs) comics and stop for a long time um I would say for me the most memorable one that really got me back in was Civil War because Civil War was something that like even if you weren't weren't a comic book reader you were you knew about it you know like you was like what what is this what is this Civil War that people are talking about because it was a series that I've never seen done before and um so that was part of my, my my most memorable moment. Do you have any any kind of like influencers, you know, it, it would, like cuz I know for me personally Stanley and was well, that was that dude. He's
0: well, an amazing influencer, you know, he's like the king, the the super duper, you know, universal holder of mm-hmm. everything, yeah. Very iconic, wonderful gentleman from his beginnings to where he went, but you know with Secret going back to Secret Wars, you know, the writer of Secret Wars was Jim Shooter. Yeah. And art was done by Mike Zack and yeah. Bob Layden. Like, these guys, I know, like, in our, in our world, we know them. But, uh, you know, universally, yep, yeah, Stanley is amazing. Um, you know, who else is amazing? There was a, there yeah, was a Jack, Jack Kirby,
1: Kirby Steve Ditko, all those Joe major Simon, ones. Yeah,
2: you know, Charles
0: Nicholas, you know, Watch, Watch. Kotsky, you know, I don't have a problem. Um, those guys, yeah, they're classic, man. They they are the golden age of comic icons. They made it, they made it amazing. But you know, those those are the they're like the founding fathers. So they're always going to influence you. And Stanley's amazing because he lived with us. Yeah, you know, we yeah. always I've met him several times, but like over ten times. And I had the honor of him signing a whole bunch of stuff and met him. Great gentleman. And, uh, you know, I'm glad that he was alive for such a long time. Mm So today, tears, everyone can, like, get a piece of him. Like, we all were able to share his life through the decades. And we're just lucky to have him. And God bless him and uh,
1: but yeah, he's he's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And just seeing how just like you were saying, how influential he was. And again, if we took comics out of the out of the conversation, just seeing that type of person, that type of influencers that we had, like the four the the, the the running fathers of the industry, and just how they were so great at multiplying themselves and extending <laughs> themselves and raising up smaller people and like even coming into um, this time and this age of comics now where we have uh, like a not a rebirth but like a, a evolution of really 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 great writers and artists uh, and again not just in Marvel but just all of the industries uh, it's it's like again it's like this right I don't know maybe it's just me because I'm kind of like really into it but it's kind of this like refresh coming on the comic industry that like all these new things are coming out and they're changing the way you do comics. And um, it's, it's I think it's one of the best times to be, again, a nerd. I, I know we say that a lot. It's one of the best times to be a nerd um, in these oh, industries. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, when people are saying print is going away, why do they create compendiums or why do they create these big, massive two, three season books?
2: Mm-hmm. You know, why, mm-hmm. do they,
0: why do they do that? Because they fell. Why would a comic printing company take their time and basically, you know, take the regular trade paperback and make an omnibus and then make a compendium and make this because yeah. it's making money to sell it. You know, yeah. when you combine the season together or when you combine multiple seasons of Kamala books and sell them for like $15, $17 or 20 bucks, it's selling. And, you know, what's 3 bucks for a comic book? Honestly, man, $3, 4 bucks. Yeah. Exactly. Change your mindset. I I I'm a I, I love zombies and I love superheroes as people. Um, and I love, you know, I love horror and all that. So mm-hmm. I, I really jump around to different types of things. Um, I know you're you're a, you love Marvel like there's no tomorrow. because <laughs> um, it was funny when you sent me to me some stuff. You were like, hey, what do you think about this or that? I was like, wow. Justin, I did not know that about you, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> but that's cool, man. That's cool. cool. You're a good guy, man. And uh, I think comments make people into good people. Yeah. I just feel that. Yeah. I just think if you were a kid and you read comics, you're a good person. Not yeah. saying anybody else is not good, but I just think us comic people are good
1: people. <laughs> yeah. And it really, it, what, what, uh, and we'll kind of close with this, like what Stanley kind of did. Um, and it, people are still doing putting the real life issues into into these comics so it's not like we're oblivious of what's going on and really how Stanley pushed that. Um, That conversation and that topic and that context throughout his art pieces and series and stuff like that there's a lot of people that did not know that of course until he passed away what he was doing in his soapbox like what his agenda was in that so that's something that's very very revolutionary and people are literally taking that torch and running with it but um, but yeah man Marvel comic of those days really spoke
0: out to people Spoke out of the time, spoke out of what was going on. I remember I had some comics from my brother from like the 70s and 60s. And it had like Vietnam War in it. And you yeah. know, the superheroes were, were like helping with the war. And, you know, presidential campaigns and all, all that. It was, it was huge. It made a huge, huge. impact yeah. on our youthful minds. You know, mm-hmm. when we picked up a comic book and we're like, oh my god you know uh, spider-man's helping you know or yeah. you know or, or stop war or stop that or yeah it really stood out it's kind of like today's social media stuff where mm, people yeah. are speaking you know, their mind i think the comics back then were those promotional pieces to touch the youth about issues and things going on in regular life and how to cope with it but in a fantastic fantasy type of way Mm -hmm. that you can understand and it was very smart that they did it in a way where it didn't hurt anyone it didn't you know cause any problem it just helped you understand it more from the world that you love
1: so much yeah man and just thinking about just Starlin in his run with x-men the long run of x-men and and just those agendas that he was tackling you were not only were you being entertained but you were being educated of what was happening around the world so and, and just that that right there that that level of creativity and influence is amazing but um man galaxy thank you so much man like thank you so much for coming on and just like just hanging out with us, that it's so it's so amazing, man. To, just to have you on here, and hopefully we can get on some other episodes where we can talk about some other stuff, man.
0: Yo, anytime, anytime you wanna have me on, I'll come on. I really don't go on a lot of people's shows. Uh, I'm so busy with our shows, Like I said, we record like two, three episodes a day. Yeah, and. You know we we have a we have books on the way. We just started a publishing brand, and yep. we have our new comic books coming out, and we have all these things. But uh, I would love to come on your show. It's fun, and it, it starts bringing up memories, and uh, it's pretty cool, man. And keep up the good work.
1: Awesome, man. Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, again, guys, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy days to hear us nerds rant about everything that is comics, Marvel, and all that kind of stuff. Um, guys, um, I'm Justin. Thank you so much, guys. Stay awesome and stay blessed. Peace.